0: Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today, which includes prayer, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 34, verses 21 to 35. For six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you shall rest. Even in plowing time and in harvest time you shall rest. You shall observe the festival of weeks, the first fruits of wheat harvest, and the festival of ingathering at the turn of the year. Three times in the year all your males shall appear before the Lord God, the God of Israel. For I will cast out nations before you and enlarge your borders." No one shall covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in the year. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven, and the sacrifice of the festival of the Passover shall not be left until the morning. The best of the first fruits of your ground you shall bring to the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a kid in its mother's milk. The Lord said to Moses Write these words. In accordance with these words, I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. He was there with the Lord for forty days and forty nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water, and he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Moses came down from Mount Sinai. As he came down from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, the skin of his face was shining, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses spoke with them. Afterwards all the Israelites came near, and he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. When Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would take the veil off until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded— The Israelites would see the face of Moses, that the skin of his face was shining, and Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with him. The word of the Lord. We're nearing the end of Exodus in our daily readings, and a lot has happened. God has brought his chosen people out of slavery in Egypt and is leading them toward the land he will give them. God continues to provide for Israel even as they complain and long for the predictability of slavery in Egypt. God tells Moses, who has been serving as mediator, that it is time for the people to finally meet God for themselves. The next day, God speaks to his people from the mountain. Instead of expressing excitement and thanksgiving for this divine encounter, the people tell Moses that they do not want to talk directly with God anymore because he scares them. The people are given a direct encounter with God, and true to form, they complain. So Moses goes up on the mountain to talk to God alone. And while he's gone, the people make a God of their own that they can stand before and look at, a golden calf. The irony is apparent to everyone, even God, who is so angry, he considers wiping out the people and giving Moses new folks to lead. Moses intercedes and God relents, But he's still angry, and he refuses to continue to travel with the people. Moses, knowing the people need God's presence, intercedes again. And God once again relents. God makes new tablets of the law to replace the originals that Moses smashed when he saw that golden calf, and a new covenant. God starts again, not with Moses alone, but with the same people who refused to stand before him, who disobeyed, and who destroyed the covenant by their actions. God repairs the broken relationship with the people by offering a new start. In today's passage, we're told that when Moses came down from the mountain with those new tablets, his face shone because he had been talking with God. When Aaron and the people see the glory of God revealed in Moses' face, they are afraid to come near him. Perhaps Moses refuses to let them make the same mistake twice. Or perhaps the people had actually learned something from their disastrous golden calf episode. But Moses calls the people to come into his presence, and they do so. Moses, who had always carried God's present with him, now wears it on his face for all to see. The radiance of the divine shines directly through the faith of God's faithful servant. The people cannot avoid the uncomfortable presence of God just because it scares them. If they are to survive, they must bring themselves into God's presence and hear what God has to say. But more than this, Moses' shining face is a reminder that the presence of God goes with his people. God had threatened to withhold his presence from the people. Such was his anger at their disobedience, at their willingness to so quickly and easily turn to false gods. Moses' shining face reminds them day in and day out that God is with them. At a time when our lives have been turned upside down, when we fear for our health and the health of our loved ones, when there are so many unknowns around how we will emerge from this time emotionally and financially, today's story poses some questions for us. How are we making our way through our days in ways that reveal God's glory? Do we think folks can see God's presence in our face, in our words and actions? And perhaps more challengingly, how are we trying to avoid God's presence? Where in our lives are we scared to face God, to hear God? What gods of our own creating do we find it so much easier to look upon? How might we need to gird our loins and lean into God's presence in all aspects of our lives, even those we'd rather hide? With all of that said, I think the most important takeaway from this passage is that God's presence goes with us. Even in our willfulness, even in our brokenness, even with our covenant-breaking actions, God has promised to travel with us. Moses' shining face assures us that even in the midst of our sin, God's grace prevails. In the midst of the unknown, in the midst of the scary, we are not only reminded of God's steadfast promise to be with us in all of it, we are also empowered, lit from within, to reflect God's presence to the world around us. Amen. Now let us say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven,